Welcome to the Digital Transformation of Business podcast, brought to you by Hughes On. All right, welcome to the episode. My name is Chuck. I'm one of the three co-hosts. We've got Calvin. Hey there. And Brian. And we've got a really cool topic. I'm going to turn the time over to Calvin because Calvin is going to be hosting the topic. It's an interesting topic. And Calvin, why don't you tell us more about it? Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. So today we're going to be talking about the brand new social media app. It's been in the news. Everybody's talking about it. We're talking about threads. So have have both of you downloaded threads? You both threading right now? I'm not threading, but I've downloaded it. Okay. Same. Good I tried know. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, the numbers have been pretty impressive. I just checked the numbers, and as of earlier today, they are currently at about 116 million users. Already? Already. That might be the most quickly adopted social media platform ever. Yeah, you're good with the uh, numbers, say, Chuck, because oh, you're correct. I want to say I want to say adopted. Probably downloaded? Downloaded, yeah. Or like yeah. registered? Yeah, no, you're both, you're both right. The quickest anybody has ever reached 100 million users on any social wow. media platform. And that was what, within a couple of weeks? I think it was within a matter of days. I think we're talking wow. about like five or six days in, they were able to hit those numbers. And so give us a little bit of a background. Threads comes from Facebook, right? Threads comes from Meta, and it's attached to users' Instagram accounts. Meta is the parent company of Facebook. Correct. And Instagram. Correct. And it's attached to your Instagram account. So do you have to have an Instagram account to have a Threads account? Yes, they are one in the same. If you want to get rid or delete your Threads account, you actually have to delete your Instagram account as well. Really? So the two are joined at the hip, it seems. So I'm stuck forever then. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Now that you've by, created by it, design. <laughs> you are now stuck. The good news is if you ever did change your mind, you could switch over to like a private profile and block anybody from seeing your page. So you could kind of do a workaround. For now, I'm anticipating that they'll add more functionality as time goes. So Threads appears to be the Twitter of the metaverse, of the, exactly. of the Facebook, Instagram world. It's very much like Twitter. I thought it was almost, well, not identical, but very close. It is very similar. Uh, what they're trying to do is build this social media behemoth. And it includes Facebook and Instagram already. And now they're adding threads. And what they've already done in the past as well is tried to come up with a clone of popular platforms like TikTok, TikTok yeah. with viral video sharing, which they did through Instagram Reels. So they've been kind of adapting, adopting this strategy of copying the most highly anticipated trends in the social media market and making sure that they have their own version, which has been smart. So what we're going to be talking about today is for people who aren't as familiar yet with the Threads platform, we're going to talk a little bit about what it is, what kind of functionality it currently has today because it is a newer platform. And we're also going to be talking about how businesses are using Threads. They don't currently allow advertisements, but there are other ways that businesses are taking advantage of the platform. And we're going to talk about some of those ways today as well. I'm sure ads will be part of the roadmap, right? They're going to be introducing ads later on. Actually, I don't think that's the plan. Or sponsored content, maybe? I think that they are planning on yeah. remaining ad-free from what I've seen and from really? what I've heard. Yeah. What's the business model? Is it just to get people on the... Censor people. <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah, in terms of how they plan on making money, that's a good question. I think that their main goal, right now at least, is to make the platform successful and popular and not bog down people with a lot of sponsored content. So that the platform does well 
And, I mean, I think that in the long run, it certainly could be an option for them to slowly introduce some form of monetization on the app. But as of today, we don't know with 100% certainty what that's going to look like. I think they could pull over some sponsored content from Facebook. They're getting a little out of control. Facebook has so much sponsored content on the feeds lately. You don't use Facebook? Well, I just started using it like... Maybe like two weeks ago for the dating app. They have a dating app? <laughs> Facebook does? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wait, I went to get it, but Facebook dating app. Is it separate from the Facebook app? No. It's, it's just inside it's the inside, app? Yeah, it's inside the app. All right, well, let's switch gears on the podcast and let's talk about <laughs> Facebook's dating app. Yeah, let's hear That's about a, Brian's dating yeah. life. It's like a tab, right? You just set up your profile within Facebook and it kind of already verified. It's like threads and Instagram. You know, when you're it's create, connected, yeah. It's connected. So what I like about it is like they, they're real people, right? Or well, I would say there's more real accounts than on other date forms. This goes back to what we were just saying though, with Meta acquiring these new channels. Yeah. And I didn't even know about the, uh, the dating profile one, but That's a good thing, it, it seems like they've got their <laughs> it seems like they got their hands in everything. Yeah, marketplace. Really they're doing a lot of kind of Craigslist sort of thing. The good strategy with what Facebook is doing, like with the dating and then same thing with threads is they kind of already have an audience right because instagram big time oh right? huge so that that's so easy just to take people from one platform that's already built up and get them to go to another one right, right. same thing with dating right instead so like other dating apps like tinder or whatever do you have to they had to build that up that build that community right get the brand out there Whereas Facebook already has a platform that's established with people and users. a user base that's it's a billion plus. It's there, yeah, it's, it's already huge. there. So I don't have to do too much, right? Do a little bit of marketing here, a little bit of advertising there for it. I think each of these tech ecosystems striving to be like that, to where you don't like Google. You can do all these different Google services just by having a Google account or a Gmail account. It's pretty smart, and it kind of keeps you. They kind of rope you into their ecosystem, and then they, you kind of have to stay more or less. I mean, d- depending on what you're doing, but yeah, it's good business, I suppose. I will say it is nice to have all of those interconnected. And going back to the ads thing about how they're not monetizing the platform yet, as long as they see success on that platform, it's going to make people more likely to be a part of that social media network where they're more likely mm. to use some of those other platforms, yeah. like the, the Instagrams and the Facebooks in order to put ads in front of them that way as well. So I think as long as Threads wins, Meta also wins by default, whether or not there are ads on the platform. But uh, speaking of ads, the fact that there isn't monetization, that has not stopped companies from flocking to the platform. And what they've brought with them is a new perspective on advertising. And this isn't something that I would say is brand new, but this is the beginning of the journey for a lot of these brands that are on here. Some of the notable brands that I've seen, pretty much any brand that you think of is probably on there already. Some of the ones that I thought of on the top of my head and just checked, you've got Google, Samsung, Dell, BMW, JCPenney, NVIDIA, Wendy's is popular on social media. All of those brands, they're already there. They've been there probably since day one or day two. As soon as it became a thing, everybody started to rush over to the platform and get their accounts set Mm -hmm. up and verify. And what's interesting, though, is none of these accounts are sharing corporate content. None of them Hmm. are sharing things that you would expect to find when you go to a Google account or a BMW account. 
For example, Google's most recent post on Threads is a poll about which kids' show is more popular, Bluey or Peppa Pig. Really? That is the most recent thread from Google's account. That's interesting. <laughs> it's a poll kind of about uh, kids' TV shows. And uh, so, I'd say Bluey. Yeah, no, Bluey was winning Bluey's by a lot. Amazing. Bluey is absolutely fantastic. Peppa Pig is a little creepy to me. But this is the thing. This is what they're doing. They're not talking about corporate content. They're talking about something that's just like viral content, stuff that has viral potential. They're basically just there to loosely, maybe they loosely reference their product Mm. and they might reply on some threads where there's some correlation to their services. But generally, they're just there. They're pretending to just be there to have fun. (laughs) We all know that they're there to advertise, but it's funny. They're pretending that they're just there to be cool and have fun on the platform. Maybe they're trying to build up their number of followers now and then later kind of sprinkle in the promotional stuff. I think that's the plan as well. And I think that I don't think that they're going to stop producing that kind of content. I think that they're going to continue to produce that kind of content. But what I think is going to happen down the line, like you said, is maybe they'll start to get a little bit more brand focused as time goes on. But largely, I think most of them are just there to build their own cult following. A lot of those brands, the way that I see it, they're almost treating their account like a celebrity or a famous person's account. Well, I think that's the first thing that I appreciated about Threads was how genuine, or I'd say genuine, but how different big brands were engaging with people. And what's, what stood out to me was just the replies. That, so if there is a, a statement made or a post, a thread, are we calling it a thread? Whenever there's a, a thread created. A thread um, is like a collection of posts, right? That's just what you call, like, it's the it's their version of a tweet. Of a tweet, right. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, when thread. you do a single post, a thread? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So when you thread, and let's say, I don't want to say it was viral, but let's say it had a lot of engagement and activity, I would see a brand like a Wendy's, like, respond to it. And so I was They're like... very active on Yeah, Twitter. so, so yeah. I was like, is this the concept of threads? Is more of, like, an actual conversation and getting involved in the thread, right? Which... Twitter, the format and the functionality is that, but it's not necessarily known for, hey, let me jump into this conversation. It's more of like, oh, here's my thought. Here's my reply. And and so at first I, I thought that's what it was about, right? Like, oh, it's a, it's a real threat. This <laughs> is a real threat. <laughs> yeah. But then I got bored because I started some threads and replied to some threads and only got a couple of engagement. So I was like, man, I'm going back to Twitter where I'm loved. So, which which is kind of interesting because you look at some of the data and it was popular really fast, right? Records were broken in regards to downloads, but the usage has dropped off, right? Exactly, yeah. And I'll kind of use this as a segue. Yeah, a lot of the things that, a lot of the reason, one of the main reasons why Threads has become so popular so quickly is due to the recent acquisition of Twitter by Elon Musk, right? Twitter still has more functionality today. Yeah. I'll talk to you some more in a second about the things that Thread can't do yet as of today. And uh, Twitter is, on paper, the better app because it has more functionality. It's more established. But there have just been so many issues, especially politically with Twitter, that a lot of people have been shying away from it for a long time. And they've been waiting for something to come along and take its place. So that that social movement that's behind the platform has been one of the reasons why it's been able to explode so quickly. And one of the reasons is the recent fall in popularity of Elon Musk. The 600... So it's an the alt- 600, Wasn't it the 600 views or 600 tweets that if you yeah. cannot verify? You yeah. have to be verified to post a lot, like to, to post beyond a certain threshold. 
yeah, that was one of the most egregious complaints that a lot of people had about Twitter. There were so many people who were data scraping the Twitter platform. And what I mean by data scraping is they were scraping all of the tweets from just the main homepage and feeding them to AI bots so that AI and language models could learn more about human interaction. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And they didn't want them to get all of that data for free. So what Elon Musk did is he implemented these data scraping limits so you can only see so much content per day if you're not verified. Gotcha. Which, I mean, that makes sense from a business standpoint. Yeah. And so it's kind of been feeding into a lot of this internet beef between the CEOs, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. I'm sure both of you have maybe heard about the potential bout in the octagon between the two. Yeah, I thought that was official. I think it, it might still happen. Yeah, I think it might happen. From what I've heard, they are taking that very seriously. Yeah, Both it? of them have started training with yeah. members of the UFC. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg has been training with Israel Anya. And Mark has the upper hand because not only is he younger and more in shape, oh, he's, he's been gonna, fighting a lot longer. I think he's going to wipe the floor with Elon. Because he, he does, what, karate he's a, or he's whatever? A very serious, he's, he's, he's a very serious martial arts Kickboxing, whatever that, yeah. He's very good from what I've seen. So speaking of the heads of these tech companies kind of battling it out, Wendy's, I'm on the, th- the thread account for Wendy's. It's really funny, actually. And I know some of these brands like to be funny and post a lot of memes and make memes and kind of... That's what everybody's doing on threads. And today. banter, yeah, yeah. And banter with each other, like KFC might say something about McDonald's or whatever. And one of their, one of their threads on Wendy's says, the billionaires are fighting about where you post your cheeseburger jokes. So <laughs> they make these little comments about food and frosties and it's actually really entertaining yeah and that's the whole point is they just they don't care what their content is as long as it gets eyes as long as they get viewers as long as they get followers their main goal right now is to entertain you which i find very funny because uh that's definitely not the way it always has been so we ever want it in a way yeah yeah and so i think that there might be some weird ramifications Uh, of this style of advertising in the future but for right now today it's all about who's got the best threads who's got the best jokes who's got the most entertainment value those are the brands that are seeing success on the platform why why do you think it may not turn out well in the future well i think that there are some weird things that happen to your brand when you start to go that direction especially if you've had a more serious brand in the Mm, past yeah so let's just take one of the examples that i gave which was like bmw is on the platform right now. And BMW is is a refined, high-class luxury automobile maker. But for them to go to the platform and start making memes and this entertainment type of content, some people might say that cheapens the brand somewhat. (laughs) A luxury brand, at least. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I I can see that. So the brands that... Well, I mean, this may, may be as the platform evolves. So every platform, every social media platform, there's there's a certain brand behind it right like the functionality we all know that pinterest is for diy content right instagram we know it's image based right facebook we know if people want to write essays and paragraphs and invent or give huge lifelong updates they're gonna go there (laughs) twitter is what news right right quick news sports, politics right? sports politics yeah. is when i'm waiting in line at walmart i'm on twitter i'm just scrolling scrolling because it's quick hidden snapchat is 
to have fun. Very social, <laughs> peer to peer. When you want to be in, when you want to be secretive. Now, I get that foundation because based off of the type of person, they're going to be drawn to the type of platform. Either one, based off of the type of activity they want to do, or just the type of person that they are. Right. So with me, and I love sports. I'm gonna I'm attracted to Twitter a lot. Right. And a lot of my I have a lot of fans. Sorry. Followers. And a lot fans. of followers. And so I'm wondering if Threads is going to be a place where brands that are like funny, right? Like more down to earth, more engaging, if they're gonna be attracted to that and the brands like a Mercedes or a BMW just naturally are gonna be weeded out. That's yeah. that's a good point. I think that time will tell with the app. For right now today, everybody is on there. Everybody's on there making memes, making threads. But that's a good point. I think that as time goes on, if that doesn't catch on for some brands, they might fall back and say, hey, maybe this isn't for us. Especially if their content isn't up to par with the rest of the platform. They're not seeing those numbers. They might fall off. That wouldn't surprise me. We see generational issues with these platforms. For example, Facebook, a lot of young people, well, young people started on it at college age and it expanded out to even teenager children age. And then all of a sudden, these college age users noticed that their parents were getting on and then their grandparents were getting on. And at that <laughs> point, your, your grandma's on there, you're off. I was out. It was supposed to be... It was supposed to be... MySpace the, killer. The college... MySpace. Oh, yeah, the college MySpace. Because MySpace, I felt like it was high school. And I don't know if I was very. because I was in high school, but... Very colorful, very yeah. animated. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like... like Every page had their own music, right? Yes. Like, that's like teenage touch. And so, yeah, when Facebook came, I, I think, so what was interesting with me, too, is I grew up kind of with the evolution of social media. Social media. And yeah, so like MySpace, I was in high school, Facebook, I was in college. And then when Facebook really took off was when I graduated college. I still remember when I graduated college, my Instagram was for editing photos it wasn't even yeah, filters it, yeah it wasn't right. even a social media platform like well i mean kind of sort of it had a component to it but it was very much i'm gonna run my photo through this filter and make it look aged or whatever it was it's kind of like pinterest right where like you, you go and you post recipes or you look you look at certain fashion type of things and you may have followers but i'm not really that you know it's kind of mm -hmm. it's kind of similar to that but then i saw that evolution happen as as well and i would say that the apps that are generational like what you said like and kind of keep it generational are more like more successful but what's interesting is people like me in my age like as i'm growing i'm attracted to different platforms right so yeah does the platform try to alter and try to grow with their base or hmm. do they just say hey okay you've outgrown us good luck one of the great things about a new social media platform that a lot of people have brought up and started to appreciate is the lack of bots on the platform that's one of the biggest mm. complaints with their competitor twitter the last numbers that twitter shared before elon musk bought the company and kept the numbers more private Twitter was sitting at about 240, 250 million users, so about twice the size of threads, give or take. But it's actually debatable to say, you can argue bots, yeah. how many were bots. And so how much larger was Twitter actually than threads has already become? There's a chance that threads is already maybe mostly the same size as Twitter if half the right, platform was bots. Right, right. And so that's, that's something that a lot of people have been bringing up. And if you look at the comments on threads, which I have, it's true. They're so much cleaner. A lot of the replies feel like genuine replies from real people. 
because the bots haven't taken over the platform. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's just because it's new or if Meta has taken some steps to prevent bots from signing up. It is a little bit harder. You have to jump through a couple more hoops because you have to be attached to an Instagram account. So maybe there are some verification no things way. that Meta has done. To, if you go to a lot of Twitter posts, and I think Instagram also even has this problem a little bit, so it's not perfect. But yeah, like half the comments are these like thirst trap comments saying like, hey, handsome, come check out my profile. <laughs> yeah. Winky yeah. face. And it's, Wait, those it's aren't annoying. real? Exactly. It's very annoying. Because when you go to the comments of a post that you want to interact with, and those are all of the comments that you see, and bots favorite those comments so they rise to the top and you have to sift through you have to scroll down through seven or eight comments until you find the first real one that definitely harms the user experience so does this mean that there aren't attractive singles in my area i, I think that they're there for you chuck I, yeah okay. it's probably real for you i just wanted also to, to touch on some of the functionality of the app as well i've got a brief list here of some things that especially if you're a social media manager for your brand or for your company, you're thinking about hopping on the platform, knowing some of these things might be useful for you. There is a 500 character limit on threads, similar to Twitter. The character limit's slightly different, but there is a character limit. You cannot pin threads yet like you can on Twitter or TikTok or other platforms. You can pin some posts to always be at the top of your profile. That is not a functionality that threads has yet. So if you have a post that performed extremely well Let's say that you had a viral post or a viral you thread. Pin it. You want to pin that to the top so that people know, oh, this is the guy that made that one viral thread when they first come to your account. So you can put the most relevant posts or your most successful posts pinned at the top. You also cannot edit threads yet, and you also cannot toggle between thread accounts, at least not very easily. So if you have a personal account and a corporate account, it will be a little bit difficult for you to toggle between those. Threads lets you upload 10 items at once, just like Instagram. Obviously, we've spoken about no ads. And you also cannot schedule posts on Threads yet. I know a lot of social media managers like to schedule all their posts out until three months in advance. But you won't be able to do that quite yet on Threads. And then similar to Instagram, you can choose who you want to interact with or who you let comment on your posts. And you can also hide things like your like count and on your threads, if you want to just keep about the content, you don't want other people to be able to see how many people have interacted with your post. That, that's that's new. You can I mean, that's, on we've never seen that before. I think, that, I think Instagram actually does let you do that too. Oh, okay. So that's something that they got from Instagram. But you're right. On other social media platforms, I'm, I don't really but, think I mean, that's like, an option. Don't you just make it private? Well, you don't have to. Oh, okay. You can still have the post up and everybody can see it but people can't see how many likes you got. Oh, the likes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it just hides some of the interaction on the post. But yeah, those are some good things for social media managers to know. And I think that in my opinion, if they continue to add some of these features and functionality, I think that Threads currently has the momentum to potentially surpass Twitter in the long run. But that's going to depend on a few things. That's going to depend on if companies are able to find some sort of value from being on the app. And also if Mark Zuckerberg and Meta, the whole corporation, can make those quality of life changes within a reasonable amount of time and make sure that the platform stays free of bots and uh, some of those more annoying experiences that users were experiencing on Twitter and other platforms. I think that if they do those things and if they do it right, they have a real gold mine on their hands. One that, in my opinion, could eventually surpass Twitter. I think I, I think it's not going to last. You don't think it'll survive? Because just because the usage is down. Now, obviously, 
it's kind of like with anything, right? Like with like a new podcast, maybe like a new creator or whatever. Something that's new is always going to get the attraction and it's always going to die down, right? But to me, I feel like like Zuck should have... like I don't think he's even had made a post since the first two days, since then. I know that he made posts at the very beginning yeah. talking about the growth of the platform. I haven't seen his account recently. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't since think, then. I don't think he's posted since then. He's too busy training. And the thing that I like that I love about Elon is he came in and started engaging with everybody, right? And what that does when you are celebrity, billionaire, you kind of bring yourself down to the, to you take yourself off that pedestal, at least from the people that you engage with or somebody like me, right? Who he hasn't engaged with me on the platform, but because I see him engaging with other people like me, like just ordinary Joes, he's like, I see him eye to eye now. You know what I mean? I don't see him as like, like the stars. I'm not starstruck. I'm like, okay. And I think it humanizes him, right? Yeah, right, right. Man, you articulated that way better than I did in like a word. <laughs> but what that does is I'm loyal now. Like, mm-hmm. like tw- I don't see, like I'm not, I feel like I'm not supporting Twitter. I feel like I'm supporting him. And that's where I believe Zuck messed up was by not engaging, by by not making threads, making posts. He just came on, hey, look what we're doing. Okay, I'm out. And then went on about his business. I think the usage possibly could have increased and not had as much drop off if he took that same approach that Elon did. Yeah, maybe he's just not as funny. Maybe he just maybe he just knows it. He's on his feet. It's it's certainly possible. And it's a good point. A lot of people on Twitter are there to fight. They wake up in the morning and and they want to throw hands on the internet. And that's one of the things that Twitter has always been good at providing, in my opinion, is conflict. And so I think that's something that a lot of people will miss if they move over to Threads. That's a good point. To the trolling kind of activity, a lot of keyboard warriors out there, yeah, on Twitter. <laughs> now I'm looking um, at I'm looking at Zuckerberg. He's got maybe what 10, 12 posts. What was his last one? Open sourcing Llama two today. What do you want to see researchers and businesses build with our next gen large language model? Okay, that's like the driest thread <laughs> that could ever have existed. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He's he just knows he's yeah. But at that, that point, funny. you got to have somebody. Right, like take over your account for you. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that might be a good idea for him. That's a great idea. Yeah. Because Elon, he doesn't need that. That's no, no. His personality just right. takes care of that. And he doesn't care. He's kind of a PR nightmare in some ways because he'll say whatever he wants right. and he doesn't care if it affects the value of his companies, blah, blah, blah. Zuckerberg's a different, whole different personality. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Whole different, whole different animal. Building up conflict and beef, I think, is a strategy do you think Mark's uh, listening right now? Most likely, yes. Probably. I actually have some inside confirmation. Oh, good. That, uh, he's, he's absolutely he's not listening. certainly listening. <laughs> I would be remiss if I did not mention one last thing, because not only are they fighting in the octagon, they are also fighting in the courtroom. Twitter oh. is potentially suing Meta due to the fact that they hired a lot of former Twitter employees. So... One more thing to keep your eyes on in the news is to see how that plays out, how that affects the new platform. If Twitter does have some legitimate accusations there, that could mean trouble for the platform in the long run. According to the news article I saw, the number of employees hired by Meta is in the dozens. So we could be talking 30 plus former Twitter employees. Twitter Twitter is saying saying that that Meta is stealing some intellectual property or code or... Correct. They, They would be trying to make the argument that those former Twitter employees are bringing over confidential intellectual property. Trade secrets. Yeah. Trade secrets, how everything works on the back end. 
and applying those same principles to hmm, uh, interesting. Well, yeah, I would just encourage the audience to keep an eye on what happens in the news with that platform. See what they do in the future when it comes to ads. And if you're thinking about jumping in, you're still fairly early as of the recording of this podcast. So see if it lines up with your brand goals, your identity as a company. And if you think you can make that type of content work for your brand on threads, there's a decent amount of discoverability on the platform right now because it's so new and there might be a chance to get your name out there. Excellent. Well, thank you, Calvin, for the really cool information. Of course. And the conversation. And uh, it's great to have everybody who is here listening. And we hope that you can enjoy our other episodes. Stay tuned for many other episodes like this one. And we'll see you around. Mm-hmm.